Apparently, even superheroes need to shop for furniture. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I am Sheila Amato, and you can find me and my wife on our website at foreverfangirls.com. And I am Kimberly Amato, and you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Forever Fan Pod. Same handle. Three socials. We are back from a mini hiatus due to other obligations, primarily mine. Um, <laughs> but we are so glad that you tuned in. Yeah, I mean, I, we have missed everybody. I have missed doing this. So please forgive me if I hit the wrong buttons at the wrong time. I'm just going <laughs> to preface we're a, the whole we're thing. We're a little rusty. But um, we really do, I think have a good show today because we are going to be discussing uh what is it the third film in the marvel cinematic universe phase four yes that's a mouthful to say yes eternals with angelina jolie yes and it is now available to stream on disney plus so we finally got to see it because we are not going to theaters right now no um Spoilers are ahead, as usual, so if you have not seen Eternals, please be aware that we will be talking about major plot points. So pause us, watch the film, and then come back to listen to our discussion. So, this is our first episode of 2022! Happy New Year, y'all! Y'all? Y'all. Y'all. We're going to be, as per usual, um, reviewing primarily films that are hitting streaming because a lot of theaters uh, and theaters a lot of uh, companies now are doing what we had hoped which is have exclusive theater releases and then go to streaming services after 45 days so yes um so that does mean we're leaning more towards film than television series just because your outside obligations and mine do prohibit us from watching say a season of 10 episodes in one sitting unless i'm on vacation then maybe we could yeah, no, if, if you're on if, if somebody recommends a series when, when Sheila does take a vacation, we can do that. Um, but we are leaning just as a heads up a little more towards film right now. Yeah. And we have a, a a good lineup for you actually for this year, so hopefully you will tune in then. Scream five. Uh, yes. Turning red. Hocus pocus. Would you like to add more? Oh, I don't know. There's a lot more coming out. I just <laughs> Those are the ones that pop to the top of my head, and you also made little notes here. Okay. Well, um, for now, you know, that, that will come later. But for now, we are going to start the year off with our discussion of Eternals, starting with the summary. Is there a specific accent you would like me to try, dear? That's all you. So, go for it. E is for Eternals that Disney Plus gave to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, you said anything. That's Cookie Monster. Oh, my goodness. See, now I'm hungry. I want cookies. We don't have cookies, but when you go shopping, you can grab some. I might. This is from Disney Plus. So we do, uh, as per usual, tell you where we get it from, just so you can, if there's something we missed or whatever, you know that we got it off a website. Marvel Studios Eternals follows a group of ancient heroes from beyond the stars who had protected Earth since the dawn of man. When monstrous creatures called deviants, long thought lost to history, mysteriously return. 
The Eternals are forced to reunite in order to defend humanity once again. You were going to say monstrous. I was. I was going to say. I was going to say monstrosity. monstrosity. Yes. Which monstrosity has my... Yeah, I was thinking Lilo and Stitch. I know. Immediately. That's why I was like, oh, look at that. Yeah, that was not... I I, I I caught that. (laughs) I should not have... Oops. <laughs> anyway, um, so a bit more about the film here, right? The, the, the Ten Eternals are immortals from a planet Olympia who traveled to Earth on a mission from Arishem. Arishem is a celestial who communicates to the prime eternal, Ajak. Ajak and the other Eternals fight with the Deviants, and, um, and when they are all vanquished, the... Eternals ended up staying on Earth for centuries. They stayed together for a few centuries, and then Ajak disbanded the team to, quote, live. And fast forward 7,000 years to present day, the Deviants return, as Kimberly mentioned, and force the Eternals back together. Ajak is killed, and the sphere that's used to communicate with Arishem is transferred to Circe. And slowly, their true mission is revealed after all these years. Earth is actually a birthing place for a new celestial. They needed the population of Earth to get to a level to sustain this new celestial, and once it emerges, it destroys the planet. It was also revealed that the Eternals were created by the Celestials, and they didn't really come from Olympia. That was just programmed in their memories. Kind of like the Matrix. But anyway, different film. Um, I'm like, you don't want to start that conversation. (laughs) Anyway, the Celestials also created the Deviants, but the Deviants went rogue and out of control, so Arishem sent the Eternals to bring them back under control, basically wiping them out so that, you know, the the whole birthing thing can happen. And then you have one that begins to think for itself and becomes self-aware. Yes, because when it, it killed the Eternals, it started to them. absorb all of their This energy. is just a lot. There's a lot there. It's a lot. But anyway. It's a long film. And with that, let's start with the good of the film, shall we? Angelina Jolie. Uh, well, yes. Well, you're asking me what I know. good As soon as she was announced, I'm like, oh, we have to see that film. She's in the Marvel film. Yeah. Yay! I've told you before, she could read the phone book mm-hmm. and I'd watch it. Especially in that British accent. Absolutely. Yes. But additionally, um, <laughs> I, I loved seeing uh, Kit Harrington. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. Every time he was on screen, I'd be like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. And it worked because he really knew nothing. He oh was human. <laughs> goodness. And see, all of that just went over my head because I do not, did not watch Game of Thrones. Um, the diversity of the cast and the characters are, I think, was just phenomenal in this film. Like one of the Eternals, Makari, is deaf. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having them do sign language... And actually, you know, communicating that way, and it's just, it's normal. All of them knew how to do it so that they could communicate was was incredible to me. They got to learn about the culture and integrate themselves until they disbanded. And then, you know, we, we don't know. But that is the, at least the, the, the takeaway for me was that they did integrate themselves into human culture insofar as... You know, they're they're actually like named after Greek gods, right? Athena. Yeah, that was no Athena. Yes. Drop the A. Yeah, drop the A. Um, I there was an LGBTQ uh, couple as well. Mm, yes, and they were adorable. 
I I actually was not expecting that. Although um, you did mention to me that there was a little bit of a, a hubbub about it. Someone had mentioned it to me, but I don't. I don't understand why there would be, but um, I didn't do much research into it. So if anybody mm. knows, but it had been brought to my attention that there there might have been some um, hubbub about having a gay male character. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? It's it's great to see that. Yeah, know? I thought it was wonderful, and it made us smile because obviously, you know, we're married and whatnot. But what I also liked um, when they came up later, they found out that the Celestials had created the Eternals, like you mentioned in the mm. summary. Isn't that amazing? The person who was born of the star, right? Mm-hmm. If you bring up that whole thing, the, the idea of you're born of the star and the stars created you in Just, maybe their image and likeness or however they choose you, but you are perfect as you are. Right. In all shapes and sizes. They created all shapes and sizes, all colors, creed, religion, and all of that. And it was, it was just fine. Love is love. Love is eternal. <gasps> oh, boy. Ah, my dad joke. So speaking, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, you know, I, I wish I had the boom, boom, but. Um, I'm so sorry. Really? Well, I'm so sorry. I don't have the sound effect of the boom, boom. Oh, okay. I thought you were so sorry about my comment. <laughs> no. Like, wait, what? I don't, I don't have the sound effect. So I, I do have Suzanne, though. Mm. I will never take that sound effect off my sound pad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But okay. I did want to, considering they made, and this was something that struck me, but mm. they made um, all of the Eternals in their, so to speak, image, right? Mm-hmm. What they wanted, how they wanted it of, of all different shapes and sizes, but they made Sprite young to never age. Well, because they're Eternals, but you know, when they were showing that, that big reveal, they did actually have a lot of kids as well. It exactly. just happened that Sprite was part of this group. So I, I think about that in several different ways. Mm. And, you know, the first one was the idea that, you know, we're human, we need to age. It shows us that we can't, you know, even though we joke about how if I could go back in time and be a kid again, I'd love it. Oh, we, yeah. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we must grow, we must age. And theoretically speaking, our bodies and our minds going in the same way, you know, you age physically as you age mentally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sprite doesn't get to do that. Well, she's aging mentally, but not physically. Exactly. Like she wants love. She wants an adult relationship and she can't have any of it. Right. And so it's an interesting thing there. Um, But the other side I went to is we can't be eternally innocent, but we should hold on to our innocence for eternity. Mm. To always have that childlike enthusiasm for yeah, life. to to look at things in a different way and it's very hard it's very hard especially with all of the different experiences that you do you know experience and all of the things that mold you yeah i mean and, and if you look at sprite it shows how easy it is and how difficult it is because there's so many things she wants that she will never be able to have mm-hmm. um you see that in the bar you see that um when fighting and whatnot but then you also see in the beginning, in the early stages, that joy and innocence, mm-hmm. and it it sort of pops up every now and again, and you see it. Yeah, because it's it's very hard, especially living all you know seven thousand years. Seven thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. I had to do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Again, a different film. But I know, anyway. but I just it was it's been it's sitting in my head since we started. Ay, ay, ay. But no, the the fact that you know, she sees humans evolve, 
Yeah. Right? She she never had this she never had that that um awakening, if you will, until she was on earth, right? Because back then they were just doing what whatever the celestials asked them to do. But are they awake? Until they hit the earth because they think they're coming from Olympia and they don't. They basically come from a factory. Yeah. And their memories are all stored. They're mm -hmm. purged from them and stored in the quote hive mind is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. So that they can learn. So the celestials can learn. Yeah. So they, they're born, they experience and they die and they are given the information from their parent before they get there. Mm. So they're given this information of what to believe and they're quote unquote raised to understand certain things that are a certain way and a certain how and whatnot. And then as they live, learn, grow and adapt, develop, etc., they understand reality and what to do. And it's a very interesting parallel. Mm. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but that's why we have these discussions. Yes. I mean, and then it, References, you know, change is necessary, it's painful, death is necessary. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, you know, we we always talk about, you know, people don't like to change, no. right? And so with that, knowing that change is hard, it's very necessary because that's the only way that you get to grow, to experience new things. It's also interesting because how can you change if you have, like we always say you have to learn from your past mistakes or you know, history will repeat itself, right? Mm -hmm. How can the Eternals grow and change when they are constantly, when the world erupts, they are killed, then they are wiped, then they are reborn, and they are never given access to the hive mind. It, it's, a, it's an interesting parallel to where if you, if you prohibit the mind from expansion, learning, and understanding of what man superpower, celestial, eternal, has done before them, how can they learn to never repeat the same action? In essence, the celestials want them to do the same thing. Go, protect the planet, die, planet explodes, people die, more lives are born from it, move to the next one, and so on and so forth. Because it's for their greater good. It's, it's for their own ulterior motives, yes, to, to continuously... But it's presented in a way of birthing the lives of billions over saving the lives of millions, you know, that type mm -hmm. of. So it's presented in a way of it's for the greater good when we both know there's probably a dark ulterior motive there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought, you know, I, when the movie first started, oh, okay, the Celestials are benevolent, powerful beings. That no want one to protect is ever that perfect. Well, that's why it's like, oh, Let's all right. I think we also need to preface here. We have no knowledge of Eternals at all. Like no comics, no nothing. Mm -mm. I, I no. So we were going into this, I guess, as With a blank slate. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> all right. What else? Nothing is as what it seems. Nothing is as what it's whatever. <laughs> nothing no. is what it seems. Yeah. And what I was just saying, you know, we, I thought that the celestials were benevolent beings, but Look. they're not. I was also thinking the fact that who we think who is our enemy turns out to be our friend in essence mm. and who turns into we think is our friend turns into our enemy. You know, yeah. don't judge a book by its cover type thing. Yeah. The fact that Icarus actually knew the plan Icarus and, huh? flew too close to the sun. Icarus, the story was based on him. Don't you remember that part? 
Yes, that I knew. That's you said Icarus. Icarus. At least I heard it differently. Icarus. Icarus is the actual mytho. If I'm hearing the, I don't know. I I heard Icarus the whole time. If I said it wrong and the name is wrong, I don't know. Icarus, I think. Whatever. So, moving anyway. on. The special um, effects were great throughout. They were fun. Yeah. It was amazing to to see all of that. It, like, especially with um, Dolby Surround. I mean, it, it felt like... Dolby we were, Vision and Dolby, Dolby Surround. It, or Dolby Atmos? Dolby Atmos. Oh, whatever that is. I, I'm sorry. I'm not very technologically yeah. savvy when it comes to that. We, but it felt like we were in the theater watching yeah. it. Yeah. The thing is, if I really wanted to... I could get what's called a shaker box and no, you put it in the, no, I'm saying you can put it in the, the couch and it shakes your couch according to the base. So you feel more like a theater. This is why I say I don't mind staying at home for a while because I'm, I'm blessed with a setup that is in my humble opinion, amazing. Really good. I'm lucky. Very, very lucky. Um, so the other thing that, that I wanted to just bring up is that, to me, watching this whole thing, we already mentioned that there was ties to Greek mythology, right? I was thinking about movies like Clash of the Titans. Oh, we that's talking, an excellent point. Right? Um, I mean, we were talking about Athena, but Zeus being the the, um, the, celestial. the celestial and all of that, watching the, watching them, you know. And constantly battle. being told that they could not, they could not in, uh, interfere in the foibles of man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would make sense because yeah. all the gods, and then of course we don't know what the celestials do. No, per but, se. But I, I didn't even uh, you know when when we were uh, learning about Greek mythology, I never knew what they did on Mount Olympus anyway. <laughs> so like, all let's right, just so, phone a friend and find out. <laughs> there you go. Um, but you know, in addition to the Greek mythology, it also reminded me of religion, specifically the Book of Genesis. I always growing up in the Philippines, we, you know, we we learned about the Bible, but Genesis has always been like one of the fav- my favorite stories of the Bible because it's you know of creation of the beginning, and so for me it paralleled that a little bit. I honestly never thought of that. Okay, cool. So it's just me. No, I, I maybe there might be other people who. I'm not I'm not that. being that negative either. I'm saying that's an interesting no. take. I didn't I thought of it in a different way, like, you know, being reborn and all that, but I didn't quite connect it to religion. Mm. Okay. But it's, it's still fascinating that there's a celestial half sticking out of a planet that's made of stone <laughs> now and it's all rock. It will be a very nice tourist attraction. I was gonna say, yeah. Could you imagine people <laughs> rock climbing that? You fall, yes, you're in I the could. ocean. I could. Because I would be doing that. No. Yes. No. My hands are sweating at the thought of you rock climbing oh a fictitious thing. <laughs> anyway, um, I was actually reading something just now where um, when Angelina Jolie was preparing for the role and she had to act, you know, she she was thinking, you know, what's going to appear in my hand? Is it a spear? Is it a sword? Because you know, the, the special effects aren't there, so she can't see it. No. But, you know, you're you're doing all of these action sequences, and it's just, it's fascinating. Well, it reminds me of uh, varying behind the scenes when they're dealing with dragons, and it's like you have a tennis ball, and you have to mm-hmm. respond to the tennis ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's this evil fire-breathing dragon that's been beaten down by Serena a hundred million times. Oh, my goodness. See, <laughs> this is why I can never be an actor, because I'd be like, Wait, but that doesn't make sense. Well, that's why I look at you and I go, tennis ball. (laughs) 
I just love that during this film, when I was trying to point out little things to you, you just kept patting my leg and go, let it go, let it go. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, there I wasn't mentioning bad things. I was going to, oh, did you catch this? And then I kept saying, you know, you know nothing, Jon Snow, every time. And you I know. finally, every time he showed up on screen, you finally were just like, please stop. I just smacked you. Yeah. Stop it was it. cute, though. Stop it. So let's just, before I continue going on random tangents, let's go right into the bad. Okay. It's so, slow. Yeah, I was going to say that is the biggest complaint. Huge complaint. It is very slow. Hmm. Slight caveat. It sort of has to be. Yeah, because we're we're getting to know the Eternals, right? It's it's, it's the development be- story. Yeah, and and I guess maybe because I mean, let's be honest. We've been dealing with so many years of development films and and building up everything, and we got to Infinity War and Endgame, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. You know, on your left, all that fun stuff. And it's still amazing and it still holds up and it's just it's brilliant action sequences left and right. But you've had how many years of development, how many films of development to get to that point? Yeah. Like over, what is it now? Ten over years? 30? 30 films? But it's about, what, 10 years though? I, I don't remember how many years and how many films, honestly. But it's just, you have so many films leading to that point. I mean, we're in phase four. Yeah. So... It's one of those things where I have to go, okay, and I have to force myself to take a step back. Because even in like the Captain Marvel, there was a lot of people didn't like it. I personally oh think that gosh. was an amazing I loved film. It. I love the film. But it was slower in the beginning and then it picked up, but it had to. And I needed to know more about these characters as Eternals and what they've gone through. I needed to know, and there's a lot of them. So you need to know their beginnings, their middles and where they are now. You need to understand things. Right. And there's still a lot more that we could learn about them in subsequent sequels. Is it perfect? No. Yeah. It was hard for me. Yeah. Aside from Ajak, you know, who's um, played by Selma Hayek and, and Angelina Jolie, it took me a while to actually understand which Eternal was doing what. The see now I I want to say Icarus and I don't <laughs> Just, know if that's right but the flying dude you know with the, the flying dude with the uh, with the laser beams coming out of his eyes I'm like oh that's like Superman um, I remembered him but then it took me a while to remember the other characters Sprite was easy to remember because she was the youngest one mm-hmm. you know, the, or the the eternal in a child's body mm-hmm. um, so it. It just took me a while to get familiar with them. Yeah, completely. I mean, I didn't pick up on some of their names, connecting their names to the person, mm-hmm. to the, the thing for, for a little bit. But again, like you said, except for the two major ones, I was kind of like, wait, what do they do? Who do they do? What? Yeah. Um, also for me, one of the triggers for me, if I have to read a very large amount of text before a film, it's, it wasn't that large. But it's not Star Wars based, you know, like where they've got like this great theme and they've got, you mm. know, it just sometimes for me when I see that. It doesn't bode well? It doesn't bode well for me. It's one of those little triggers that the films that I have seen in the past that have something like that that need to lay out the exposition beforehand aren't that great. For me, the you know, reading that exposition actually helped at least set a baseline so that I'm like, all right, I'm especially since I did not read the comics, it helped me at least get into it. To me, it was fine. I'm just wondering if they could have taken away some of the other stuff that they showed and showed that paragraph instead. Like, is there something that they could have done to show it and then trim later? That That's my whole thing. It's like, I don't, and I'm sure a lot of other people felt similar to both 
our opinions. Mm. Um, for me, though, sometimes, like I said, I, I see that and I get a little, okay, why are you making me read all of this? Is it because you've run out of time? Is it because you've jam-packed it with action? Or is it because, you know, it's a really not great story? It's one of mm. those things where I feel that you're preparing me for something in a way that I might not like. And that's fair. I appreciated that little exposition at the beginning. We agreed to disagree. And that is absolutely fine. Do you have any other bad? Oh, well, we mentioned kind of touched on it. There was a little confusing to try to figure things out. Mm. And even the story-wise, take the characters out. It was still a little confusing. Yeah, it was. Um, But maybe for me, because it is Marvel and there's that cachet, I was like, all right, you know what? Give him more patience. it It will reveal itself. We'll just wait. You know, that's another cute part, but also somewhat bad if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. we have been led down a certain path a certain way. Mm-hmm. So we are used to Marvel, Disney specific type quality levels so that we are a little more patient. Unfortunately, looking at the other side of the coin, we don't give that much patience to DC. Well, because DC, at least for me, right? And for me as well, has not given it, it has consistency. Correct. It's not given us that that cachet. It's just it lacks that certain genesis. <laughs> How did you know I was going to say that? I just know you. <laughs> so yeah, that's. So anyway. I guess that's why I was willing to sit it out too. Like I didn't grab my phone and try to Google or try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which I was you will do it. when you are bored with a film. Yeah, when I'm bored with a series or something, I will actually read the re like uh, read the recaps. So that I know what's going on so I don't have to watch the episodes if I really don't like something. Yeah. Anyway, so any more bad? No. No? No. Okay. So let's go on to the with the cute. The unicorn poop. Okay. For me, I just I just love how um, Fastos was with his family. Like he was very protective of them. And towards the end of the film where, you know, he he basically is revoking babysitting rights to <laughs> to Thena. Because she spears and yep. orange. What's your superpower? <laughs> oh. Yeah. And the kid, you see these eyes bug out and he's yeah. like, that is so cool. I know. It's like, ah, uh, nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want his son to grow up too fast. Yeah. And the violence is never the answer type yeah. thing. Yeah. I thought that was really cute. That It, it is adorable. Um, let's see. Kingo is a Bollywood star. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> it, it was interesting that, you know, the other Eternals were like, they were kind of they would fade through in, yeah whereas he decided no i'm going to be a bollywood star but he did it in a brilliant way yeah he is just the dynasty i mean the thing is you also have to take it with a grain of salt because we should look at it like fingerprints dna and all of that these people are going to be traceable at a certain point so yes. you, you can't hide who you are but he could over 7000 years be part of this amazing dynasty yeah, and you know he amassed a great fortune with it. So you know, <laughs> flying around with a private jet is really, really nice. And his assistant was so adorable. Yes, it was the comedy relief. He's like, "Did you get that?" "Yes, sir." I know. Um, and the fact that he, it's his butler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, air quotes here. That um, you know he he knew that he was an eternal, and he kept mm-hmm. that secret. Yep, and he respected them all. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he was just like in awe of them, like, oh my God, got to see all of them. Yeah. He's like, it was an honor, even though he was leaving. Yeah. So any other things that we need to touch on here? No? 
No, I think I'm good. Okay. I think I've said enough. Um, okay, so we are now going to uh, close our discussion of the Eternals and have our Forever Fangirl rating. Yep. Drum roll, please. Okay, we rate Eternals 3.5 stars. Yay! And we actually agree on this rating. Yes, we do. Normally it's like, well, it's with the average. Look, I'm not going to lie. Is it an amazing, oh my lord, you must run out and see this film? No. Is it horrible? No. Could it be better? Yeah. Is it a good addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe to open up the doors and open up more storylines? Yes. So all I'm going to say is it's on Disney+. Plus. If you have Disney+, Plus, give it a chance. Make some popcorn. Just... Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, but also understand that it is very slow. So you do need to be a little more patient with it. And don't expect Endgame, Infinity War, Captain Marvel. And just enjoy it for what it is. And in my humble opinion, that's just the origin story stepping stone of a huge staircase to where it could go. Yeah. Um, There's not much more that I can add to that. I mean, it is an interesting film. Um, And it's good to be introduced to new characters. So I'm, you know, the, the way it ended, it, it actually made me want to see the next film. So was it the ending of the film or the after credit scene, which again, we've all become accustomed to having these. After I mean, at the end of the film, you know, the, the three of them were taken away by Irisham. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what happens to them because he says, okay, I'm going to spare earth because you chose to sacrifice a celestial for these people. So I want to see how that ends with them. They're getting a timeout. And what, what happens? And they're getting a brain wipe. Uh, and then what happens with the other three who do come back with? And find Earth being pretty much unprotected. And there's still a deviant yeah. on the loose. Uh, there might be a few more. Yeah, there might be. Because so, they were underneath the ice. Yeah. So And global warming. Uh, and scene. Anyway. So, so yeah, I, that, that, I am interested in seeing where this goes. I'm interested also to see how other films will affect this series. Mm. Because that's one good thing Marvel does is interact and go through back forth. And I guess the next major one would be uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Is that mm-hmm. what it's like? Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. I turn to you for all of that because I don't pay attention to that. You know, my brain is in music mode when I immediately heard Melanie C going, I turn to you. Oh, my And goodness. I can't sing, so really, we need to stop. Yes, we do. So that's going to be our show. This is me trying to reel myself back in by taking deep breaths. <laughs> uh, really appreciate y'all turning. Wow, now I'm saying y'all. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, geez, I got to stop. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate everyone listening. <laughs> if you do want to leave us a message and just let me know how to, maybe if you have it, a movie that you'd want to recommend or you have a way for me to reel in my, my talkativeness, um, go to speakpipe.com forward slash forever fangirls podcast, or you can go on Twitter, Instagram, uh, or Facebook. That is absolutely awesome. And if you don't mind and you can hit subscribe or review, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, stay safe, be kind. And remember Sprite chose to become human to grow up and experience life even though she knows that her time would be fleeting and she'll die one day. 
Change is hard, but necessary, and provides the opportunity to grow. <laughs>